0: The New Science of Physical Health In this episode of The New Science of Physical Health Our host delves into why relying on published health magazines for medical advice may not suffice in achieving optimal health The discussion is centered around a recent publication in The New Scientist magazine Where the journalist presents an extensive article Shane will express his disagreement with almost every assertion made in the article. Through his analysis, you will discover a new medical biometric that can accelerate the process of becoming classified as medically healthy. Well, we're about to address this article that has just landed on my desk on November the 1st of 2023. Are you healthy? A new wave of tests promises the ultimate answer. It's from a magazine that I subscribe to called The New Scientist. How fascinating is this? November the 1st of 1989, that was the day that my father's body became so physically unhealthy that he passed away from a massive heart attack, aged only 46. Now, all these decades later, more than three decades, here's a news article. Are you healthy? A new wave of tests promises the ultimate answer. Interestingly enough, when my father's heart attack happened all those years ago, when I was just 23 years old, it came out of nowhere. It was completely sudden. And he had had prior to that day, November the 1st of 1989 at 3 p.m was when he passed away, where he had a massive and sudden heart attack and fell down to the ground next to my mother while they were looking at buying a brand new home. My mother was 45 and he was 46. Prior to that day, no symptoms, no signs of pain, nothing. So all these years later, here I am, with having had a 38 year career in teaching health and physical education lessons in schools here in Australia, and I've now worked with, you're about to hear, an enormous amount of medical experts from around the world. But let's get to this article first of all. Because I want, it's a long article, so I've got to summarise it. This is so you wouldn't have to read it or wouldn't have to subscribe to it. So this article discusses the complexity of defining and measuring health and explores various approaches to assessing your health outcomes. Let me go through about six or seven key points from this article first of all it begins by highlight highlighting the challenge of defining health the common sense this is what it says the common sense definition aligns with being free from illness but the world health organization's definition emphasizes complete physical mental and social well-being which can be difficult to achieve now i agree with the world health organization's definition i've been teaching that for years but remember what the title of this series is called this podcast the new science of physical health. So that's the one I'm going to concentrate on, the new science of physical health. Remember, look, remember what I said, said, the title, in when you read the title of my podcast episode that we're writing right now, why I 100% disagree with the title of this article from the journalist in The New Scientist. The title, go back to it again, Are You Healthy? A New Wave of Tests Promises the Ultimate Answer. I completely disagree with this whole article. So defining health, that's the first section of it. Second section, it addresses limitations of traditional metrics. Traditional health metrics like body mass index and blood pressure are commonly used but have limitations. For instance, the article mentions that the BMI cutoff for defining overweight is contentious. I'll come back and address all these things in the moment about why I disagree with them. I'll go through it, but there's about four four more of these to go. Microbiome testing. Geneticist Tim Spector suggests testing microbiome, which consists of microbiomes in and on the body. Recent research has identified good and bad types of gut bacteria that can serve as indicators of health. I cannot tell you how much I disagree with that particular statement. I'll come to that. Why a little bit later, and it's it might what I'm going to say might be contentious for Tim Spector, but you'll see why in a moment. Why why I disagree now. This one I've never, I understand the premise of it, this part of the article, but I've never actually heard this word before. and It's hard to pronounce, it's meta, it's all one word, meta bomb testing. It's M E T A B O L O M E. I might be pronouncing that incorrectly. Testing the metabolome, which measures the breakdown products from metabolic processes, can provide insights into one's current condition and future disease risk. Metabo- um, metabolite data have been associated with various common conditions. That's true. Well, I'll tell you why I disagree with that part too, both of those. Biological age testing. assessing This is the next part of the article. Assessing your biological age compared to your chronical- chronological age That's really your um, health age compared to your birthday age. That's another way to say it. Provides insights into how fast your body is aging. This can be more informative, a more informative measure of health age, health, sorry, I'll say that again. This can be a more informative measure of your health than just your age alone. I'll give you a synopsis. I'm 57 year birthday years. That's my birthday age. I was born in 1966, so as I record this, I'm 57 years old. My father, when he passed away from that sudden heart attack, was eleven years younger. If you have a higher biological age, or what I call health age, than your birthday age, so say I was fifty-seven, but my birth my biological age or health age could be defined as being sixty-seven, that means I'm physically in advance ten years more than my birthday age. So go back to my father's death on November the first, nineteen eighty-nine. His birth age was forty six. I can guarantee you, because of what he didn't learn, because no one was teaching it then, like I am with the new science of physical health, what he didn't learn would mean that his his health age or biological age would almost certainly be in the sixties or seventies. But his birth age was forty six. More about that one later. Very interesting. Now the next one homeostasis as health. Health can be viewed as the ability to maintain a state of homeostasis, quickly correcting imbalances that may lead to disease. This includes factors like the ability to heal after an injury or and maintaining stable blood sugar levels. That particular part of the article, I'm not going to touch on that too much, but it's um yeah, it, there's some things in there that I completely disagree with. Like the last part of the article This is what it says, no single comprehensive test. There is no single all encompassing test for health. Instead, a combination of various measures can offer a clearer picture of one's health. No, that's making it too complicated, way too complicated. Here's what the last part of the article, this is the conclusion. The article emphasizes that health is a multifaceted concept and various emerging tests can measure and provide valuable insights into different aspects of health. This author, the journalist, concludes by feeling reasonably healthy and content as they approach their 40th birthday, even though they may not have, in inverted commas, complete well-being. So, let's get into this. Here's why I totally disagree with almost every word that is written in this article. This author, who is approaching their 40th birthday, is almost certain to be developing inside her body the precursor conditions that will lead to a catastrophic cardiovascular event, which is the number one killer of men and probably to her surprise, and many people listening to this, the number one worldwide killer of women. There are 18 million people that pass away from a sudden catastrophic cardiovascular event worldwide every single year. There's another 18 million people that have a catastrophic cardiovascular event like a heart attack or a stroke, an uh, atrial fibrillation, heart failure, all these different things. And 80 million people survive temporarily. So unbeknownst to this journalist, she is almost certain to be developing the precursor conditions almost every person listening to this episode is. I'll talk about later on how you can decrease the complications from the risk of a catastrophic cardiovascular event but she's got them she doesn't talk about this in the article at all but she doesn't know now the definition that she provided of health is complete rubbish the definition of health after my 38 years of experience and working with 100 phds from across the globe the definition of health is this a person who is at low clinical risk from complications related to the big four excess weight Catastrophic cardiovascular events, diabetes and the cluster of conditions known as metabolic disease. I'm not going to go into all of those, but that's the definition of health. See, based on my work with these 100 expert PhDs from across the world in disciplines, by the way, that include vascular medicine, cardiology, exercise physiology, molecular biology, public health and many more. I've got evidence of how 100 percent of learners from the new science of physical health can 100% of time reduce their clinical risk of complications of poor health. So that's the first thing, we can guarantee it. Now, the author then goes on to reference why BMI is not a good measurement of your physical health status. Now that part is true, but what they don't mention, and this is what I guess that drives me mad, but it's an, it hasn't been taught properly. And that's why a massive reason of why I invented this genre of education that I call the new science of physical health. There is one medical biometric. This is what the article doesn't reference. There is one medical biometric. It's not BMI, body mass index. There's one medical biometric that has been proven with peer-reviewed and published medical studies to be the number one factor that influences your physical health status. There is so much medical research on this one medical biometric that you can have tested and you can track, that it's completely absurd that this biometric is not discussed in the article by the journalist. If you decide to learn about the medical biometric I'm referring to through my work, I can 100% guarantee you'll be able to create what are called positive molecular and physiological health adaptations that will, with absolute certainty, improve the structure and function of your lungs, heart, muscles and cell organelles, the things that determine your physical health. You will become will become classified as medically healthy and the outcome will be a dramatically lower risk of complications from sickness, disease and premature death in comparison to everybody around you. Now the journalist mentions this mentions this statement I referred to a minute ago Testing the metabolome, if that's how I pronounce it, is correct, M E T A B O L O M E, which measures the breakdown products from metabolic processes that can prove, sorry, that can provide insights into one's current condition and future disease risk. So here's the question I've got. Think about this. Why would you go ahead and get a test for future disease risk instead of doing this, learning about? one specific medical biometric that you can learn to control and improve and track that will actually decrease your future disease risk. It's amazing comparison there. Think about that. Go ahead and get a test, this metabolome test, which can measure the breakdown of products from metabolic processes and provide insights into your current your current condition and your future disease risk, or learn about one medical biometric that you can learn to control that will decrease your future disease risk. This journalist is saying, get that test and get treated by the medical community for disease. I'm saying, learn about how to control one medical biometric above all others, and we can guarantee that you'll be at low clinical risk of sickness, disease, and premature death. And the next section of the article refers to this, assessing your biological age compared to your chronological, uh, chronological age can provide insights into how fast your body is aging. One part of the statement is correct. You can have your biological age, or I call it your health age, be higher or lower than your birthday age. I mentioned that a moment ago. What the article doesn't tell you is the same thing. It doesn't tell you there is one medical biometric with a clinically validated algorithm that will tell you what your current health or biological age is today and can even predict where your biological or health age will be in the next 90 days. And all of this is available on one of the world's only validated health software that you can download to your smartphone. Once you, then you use it, once you know your current biological or health age versus your current birthday age. So I'll give you an example. My birthday age is 57 right now. My biological or health age is 47, and I'm working to get it lower than that. So once you know that you can use the software that will coach you on a daily basis, I use it every day, on how to lower your biological age so that you become younger than your birthday age and you're at less risk of sickness, disease and premature death. That's what I want. That's what I hope other people want. Here is the last part of the article I want to discuss as I wrap up this episode. There is no single all-encompassing test for her. This is what the article says. There is no single all-encompassing test for health. Instead, a combination of various measures can offer a clearer picture of one's health. In conclusion, the article emphasises that health is multifaceted concept and various emerging tests can provide valuable insights into different aspects of health. The author concludes by feeling reasonably healthy, as they said they do, and content as they approach their 40th birthday, even though they may not have what they call, in inverted commas, complete well-being. Now, this part of the article is completely wrong. There is one single all encompassing medical biometric that can tell you whether you're classified as physically healthy or at risk of complications from sickness, disease, and premature death. One of the world's leading professors that I've worked with and continue to, I'm doing some things very in the near future, is the head of medical imaging and cardiovascular department at the Norwegian University of Technology and Science. He leads a team of 55 staff and has a PhD in exercise physiology and specializes in cardiology. His medical research has been ongoing for more than 20 years. And he's tested this medical biometric on more than 730,000 people from around the world. It's staggering. Using his research and some software that that he's associated with and created, based on that medical research, we can conclude the exact opposite of this article. There is one thing you can track and follow on a daily basis and manipulate this medical biometric to become classified as medically healthy. Unlike most people, you can be at low risk from complications related to excess weight Catastrophic cardiovascular events like heart attacks, strokes, atrial fibrillation and heart failure. Also diabetes and the cluster of conditions known as metabolic disease. So let me finish. Well, saying, I know I haven't talked about in any detail this one medical biometric that you must learn and must use if you want to become classified as physically healthy. I've only referred to it in passing in this episode, and I'm not going to go any deeper into it. Inside this episode, you can go back through previous episodes and future episodes of the new science of physical health where I talk about it more and I provide a tsunami of evidence that proves you can become physically healthy for your lifetime. One short episode that you're listening to right now is not enough to dive into it and won't do it justice. However, I have decided the time of recording this to create something I call... The Perfect Health Lesson. It's in development, has been for some time, and will be ready in early 2024, so depending on when you're listening to this. It's based on my 38 years of teaching health and physical activity in schools and the work that I've completed with more than 100 expert PhDs from across the globe. The one thing I can guarantee you is that it is com- my work is completely unique and you've never se- what you're about to learn if you've never seen in one single framework that I've created that is now being turned into a one-hour class. The perfect health lesson is, de- is designed and based on my more than five million conversations I've had over the past 38 years. I don't believe how much I talk to people about health and physical activity every single day. So I've had more than five million conversations over the past 38 years on how to teach people to become deeply engaged with their future physical health status. Using my daily work, I've been able to figure out a set of steps on how to get people to fall in love with wanting to be physically healthy and then one single step from there to achieve the outcome of becoming classified as medically healthy. So whilst that journalist has made a great attempt, I don't agree with that article. I'm about to wrap this up. I want to say thank you so much for joining me at this episode of the New Science of Physical Health. I want to help you to learn to live longer and to have a, what Dr. Peter Attia calls a longer health span—more years of your life where you don't have sickness and disease. That's the goal of this podcast, The New Science of Physical Health, where I take complex medical research. And I turn it into simple lessons that we can all use. You're about, I'm going to wrap this up. You're about to hear, stay on on this episode. Don't turn it off straight away. I'm about to give you an opportunity of how you can get early access to the perfect health lessons. Thank you, everybody. Can't wait to join you at the next episode of the new science of physical health. Bye for now. Thank you for joining us in today's episode of the new Science of Physical Health. We hope you have found the education content informative and enjoyable, and will share it with others. In today's episode, Shane made reference to a brand new project that will be released in early 2024 called the Perfect Health Lesson. If you would like to find out more about this project right now and get access to its pre-release, then go ahead and visit the website in the show notes for today's episode.